Jesus Christ is risen today. Hallelujah. Happy Easter, y'all. Happy Easter in Spanish because I don't know how to say it. <laughs> and um, I think it's Wesowego Alleluia in Polish. Um, I'm 50% Polish, so I sometimes pull that out and I'm like, yeah, I'm that cool. Clearly, I mean, that is like, is arrogance the right word? Arrogant American who only knows English and. I try to read other languages, but it just doesn't stick. Is it arrogant or is it stubborn? I think both work in this situation. It's just both. Okay. I mean, stubborn. Yeah, that sounds about right. American. Okay, but but before we go any further, um, let us open in prayer because that's the best way we should start our day or anything that we do. So, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Father in heaven, today we give you praise and glory for the beautiful day that you have given us. Bless our time together. And you tell us that you came that we may have life and have it abundantly. So, As we go through the Psalms today, let us us be reminded that you came and you died for us and you come to give us a clean heart. We ask this through the intercession of our Mama Mary as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dude, I have to admit something. (laughs) When you were praying, I can't remember what words exactly, but you said it wasn't fast enough, and I'm hungry enough, where I heard Nutella. I was like, why are you talking about Nutella in your prayer? (laughs) At the same time, I was like, Nutella's pretty good. Like, I love Nutella favorite meal right now like it's not really a meal and it should stop being a common meal for jenny but it is it is like white bread nutella sliced up banana like so good sometimes i put peanut butter with it so then it's like peanut butter and chocolate and then banana mm, peanut so butter good. chocolate flavor is that what is that cocoa puffs or <laughs> like rice yeah. like, pieces or whatever I think it's Cocoa Puffs. No, not Cocoa Reese Reese's Puffs? Reese's Puffs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. <laughs> that was my favorite commercial. Yeah. Um. Okay, I found something. So when you were talking about Nutella and how I talk fast, um, I saw this thing, and I think I shared it with you, and it was like when we're praying the – um. oh, shoot, and I can't remember which – part of mass it is is it the holy holy and they're like why are we talking about hold on let me see if i can find it quick yeah it's uh because then it's like why are we talking about lasagna okay (laughs) yeah so it's not it's not the holy holy it's hosanna so it's hosanna hosanna in the highest and then it says seven-year-old me trying to figure out why the choir is singing about lasagna (laughs) 
I'm like, same. So I feel like now every time I sing that, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be self-conscious and be like, why am I singing about lasagna? Oh my goodness. There's so many times, like, I feel like, especially in the, like, so at the beginning of mass when the priest does uh, the, like, opening prayer, there was one time in particular that I remember this. The priest was saying it, and, like, the two words, like, right next to each other were, like, was care and then bear, because, like, but all I could think was, I was like, why is he talking about Care Bears? And then I like went on this like mental rant about like how cool Care Bears were and why, like, why haven't they come back? Like, they're so great and there's so many of them. Um, but yeah, so, so now whenever I hear that, like, all I can think about is Care Bears, even though like they're not talking about Care Bears, they're talking about how Care Bears something got it um and last thing which is kind of not related but um I remember when um Father Patrick was still here in Eagle River he did a homily and he was doing like things that made sense together so he would be like mac and like he would have the congregation say and cheat you know like because you know or peanut butter and jelly or whatever and so the last one he had put together was the brewers beating the and you had to fill in the blank and everyone stared at him and so I'm in the choir and I'm like the Cubs and he was like yes the Cubs brewers beating the Cubs like they go together (laughs) and I was like I am so for this homily I don't even care anymore what you're going to talk about like I'm just all for it you know what also goes good together the twins beating the brewers perfect but you know, um, speaking of that, you um, they they did lose opening day. Just to let you know, so um, you do get a Brewers sticker. If any of you don't know, Jenny is not a Milwaukee Brewer fan, and it hurts me just a little bit. But I still love her, and so we just put a little wager on it, and we're like, hey, um, let's do this, and. Whoever, you know, whoever's team wins has to give the other person a team of their, like, a sticker of their teams, whatever. And um, so last time that happened, I got a I'm a diehard Twins fan until the day I die sticker. And this time, Jenny gets a Milwaukee Brewer sticker. So I'm super excited. Dude, I feel like this is just now going to have to become a thing every time the Twins and Brewers play. We just have a wager on it. But instead of one game, we should go to the series. Because the then there's more on the line. True. I mean, okay, I, in that aspect, yes, I would have gotten a sticker because the, the Twins did beat us in the series. But I was still I was still glad to be 1-0 after opening day. So, not going to complain. <laughs> yeah, then that quickly Let, changed. Yeah, that... um. We're not going to talk about their record because it's not so good. But, you know, there's still a lot of game left, um, season left. So yeah, you're going to need it. It's it's fine. All right. So, um, Jenny, how are you? How is you, Mary? How is North Dakota? How is how is everything? How is it going? Wow, everything? That's, that's pretty intense. Um, I'm sorry. No, everything's, everything's good. Uh I'm just entering into finals week. Coming, it's coming up way quicker than I thought. <laughs> it's kind of intense. Um, 
Let's see. What what else? Uh, oh, I got to go home for Easter, which is super great. Getting to see my siblings, me and my uh, next youngest sister, uh, went on a walk, and in the middle of the woods, there was just this broken down van, like just just chilling there. So we were like, "Hey, let's go look at the van." More like Jenny was like, "Let's go to the van," and she was like, "Jenny, is that a good idea?" I'm like, yes. So we get to the van. No, I'm lying. We're not quite to the van yet. We're like halfway there. And I realized like, dude, what if there's someone in there? We're like, what if there's an animal in the van? <laughs> like, but I didn't want to turn back and seem like a coward. So I grabbed this stick. Like, not even a very big stick. Like it was a it was a dead tree stick. And then I'm getting closer and I'm getting a little more anxious because I was like, oh no, like what if this was actually a really bad idea? And then like I got like right up next to it, looked inside, and there was no one. There was nothing. It was it was fine. And so I was like, hey, look, it's not a creepy well, it's kind of creepy, but it's it's fun. So then we took pictures with, <laughs> with this broken down van in the middle of the woods. Okay. Um first of all, I I have some questions. Um, you being the older sibling, I'm not sure why you, like, leaned your sister, weaned her into going with you. Like, that's suspicious, okay? But also, um, a couple thoughts from movies popped into my head, or so, like, Stranger Things, where the kid, like, just disappears, you know? Like, okay, that could happen. Also, um, like, when Nemo wants to go to the the boat, where he goes, don't touch the butt! (laughs) So then that go that came into my head. Yeah. And then the third one is from the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan and the, the stepmom or whatever. She's like watching out for mountain lions. So she's like going around and tapping the sticks. And so like I I was like, that's you because you grabbed a stick. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I I was definitely holding it like ready to like like that swing anything that like came at me but nothing did and so it's fine also my mom would quickly tell you that i am definitely the child who like will convince my siblings to do absolutely anything with me because i'm just so energetic and so excited to do it that they almost they like can't say no and if they do say no i still go and do it by myself anyways so like either come and join me and have fun or don't like your choice and laura is pretty much like we have the same personality so it doesn't take much for her to come and join me either except she did admit that she's like this is a bad idea like maybe we shouldn't be doing this and so she stayed a little further back just in case there was something so she had to run off and like fend for herself she could and i was like smart kid smart kid that is smart. That's awesome. Yeah. But you yes. had a good Easter? So, what? You had a good Easter? It was a fantastic Easter. Go. It was so good. Um, yeah. And now, and it's still Easter, actually. It is. It's still Easter. We still get to party like it's Easter. Can we switch the 50 Cent song? Like, it's your birthday. Be like, it's still Easter. Like, 
We gonna party like it's till Easter. Like, yeah. Can we? I'm gonna call him up. I don't have his number, but I'm gonna just just add him on Twitter. Eight fifty seven. Can we? Can we change this? Like, there would be so much you would have to change about that song, though. True. <laughs> yeah. We, we could just make it a refrain, you know? Like, we don't have to change the whole song. Can we just make a Catholic version of your song? <laughs> it's fine. What do you think about that, 50 Cent? <laughs> Probably roll his eyes at us and be like, nope. I'm still making millions off of that song. <laughs> he probably is. And you can make a million more if you made another, like, Christian version, buddy. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. True. Oh, I don't think 50 Cent would be down for that. I don't think it would. Have to give, maybe we would have to give him a dollar and be like, hey. We double. We double. We double your, your name. Come on now. This is all we got. A dollar. A dollar fifty. There we go. All right. That's about 50 Cent and weird possibly soon-to-be Christian versions of his song. How are you, Ashley? How's life? Um, I am good. We are... Well, I'm almost done with work because I, I work at a school. So we're entering... We just entered our fourth quarter. So three quarters of our school year is done already, which is crazy to me. Through all of this craziness in the world, um, yeah, just... I got spring break last week, so it was really nice to enter into um, the Triduum, and it's it's one of my favorite liturgies, and so the cool thing is it doesn't end. So once we start on Thursday, it doesn't end until Saturday, and then, like, Easter is here. So um, I got to be um, a part of it. I got to, yeah, so that was awesome. Just a really nice break. I got to sleep a lot. So catch up on some sleep. Um, Sleep's good. Sleep's good. Yeah. But Easter was fantastic. We got to visit my aunt and my cousins. And I got to see my great aunt, who I haven't seen in a lot, like a year plus um, because of everything going on. So bless her heart. She's 87. So, um, yeah, she's she's lived a good life. I mean, let's, let's keep it going. Um, but, yeah, it was super fun. We got to hang out. We didn't have a traditional Easter meal, which is fine. Um, but we got to play shut. Is it shut box or shut the box? I don't really know. I think there's multiple ways that like you say it, but it's basically, I have one, it's not a box, but it's, I don't know. And then you like roll the die and you want to get the pairs or whatever. You want to get all the numbers down to win. Yeah. And so speaking of one new thing that I learned, um, one new thing is that seven is the most commonly rolled number in dice. Like like the combinations of like with the two die, that's the most commonly rolled number, which is true. Like it was crazy how many times we rolled seven. Well, see, seven in uh, words... (laughs) And like the, in the tradition, 
means completeness or wholeness. So it only makes sense that seven's the most rolled because you desire completeness and wholeness. True. Whoa. Fun facts. Fun facts. So seven yes. is cool number. Um, seven is a cool number. Yeah. Jenny, what is one new thing that over, I know you were solo last episode, um, but yeah. what is one new thing that you learned over the last month? Um, man, I had an answer to this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and then, oh, I learned. Are you ready for this? Okay. So benefits of like still being in college is that you get to take fun classes. And you learn a lot in these classes. One of these classes, perhaps, is the philosophy of the human person, where you discover that so the church teaches that we are both that we are soul, body, and mind, like unity. So when we die and our soul is separated from our body and mind, does that mean we're incomplete? Where do we go? What happens? Then I had to call up a priest because I was like, hey, this disturbs me. Because does that mean when I'm like any everyone who's in heaven right now, does that mean that they're not them? Like they're not their complete selves? And he reassured me of two things. First thing is that so you are so your identity is tied in with your soul. And like we said, it's a soul body, mind, unity. But when you die, it is believed that your soul uh, continues on <clears throat> with your identity. And so it is you, but in effect, yeah, you're not your, you're not your whole you since you're separated from your body and mind. But because heaven is outside of time and you get a glorified body you could in heaven when you die be reconnected with your glorified body which would make you whole i was like that is so yes that is crazy because like i guess like when you're like, I always thought, like, oh, they're just, like, when you die, you're just a whole person. Like, you're, like, you're a whole person. But, like, you possibly cannot be a whole person until the second coming happens. But the second coming could have already happened in heaven because heaven is outside of time. And so we did, like, <laughs> time is weird. That's also what I've learned is time is weird. Like, to talk about time especially in relation to God, is pointless almost because, like, we see everything as linear where, like, for him, everything just happens. Like, it's just... That's all I can use to describe it. It's just... That's that's a good answer. We... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How did I... One of my professors explained it as, like, for God... When he, like, was creating, like, when he made creation, it was, like, so if creation was a red playground ball, he just, like, lifted that up, and that's all of creation. 
Like that that's everything that is was and is going to be. Like that like playground laws, that's what creation is for God. Oh where we want to like stretch out the creation this playground ball to a line he's just like no here it is <laughs> done it's like that, that's all you can do that's all you can do <laughs> yeah that's the joys of theology like you get to learn so much but yet be so confused at the end of the day and you end up getting answers but then you just get more questions with those answers I don't know if that's a good thing like I mean that is a good you know because you keep on asking questions but then I feel like I would just get more confused oh dude same same you get more confused I'm like for me I get more frustrated because I feel like I'm like I like take a step forward but then I take like 10 step backwards like there's never real progress it's just like it constantly be going like one step forward, ten step backwards. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh man. So Jenny, what are we going to be diving into today? Well, that's a great question, Ashley. I've been thinking long and hard about this answer. Actually, I didn't think too long and hard because I have been exposing myself more to the psalms i mean did you know the psalms are so great they're so great one of the church fathers says like you want to keep satan away from you memorize the psalms read them every day you know i did hear that somewhere and yeah so the psalms are good so which psalm are we going to be reading we are going to psalm 51 and you Whoever's listening to this, or if you're listening to this, Ashley, you're listening to this. Uh, if you get the chance, read all of Psalm 51. But we're going to focus in on verses 10 to 12. And yeah, we're going we're gonna to focus on those uh, two verses. Three, two, 10, 11, 12, yeah, like three. Um, and then we'll talk about it. Would you like me to read? Yes, we're not going to be reading from the Great Adventure Bible today, but super good no, plug. We're going to be reading from the Augustine Bible, which is Augustine like. <laughs> it's not a Great Adventure. <laughs> no, it's just uh, it's it's just for smart people, I think. Oh, oh, sure. oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> Dude, you can't bring it on an adventure, okay? It's not like the great adventure Bible. You just highlight and take notes in it. That's all I do with it. Okay. Still good though. It's still a Bible. It's still a Bible. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Uh, come Holy Spirit. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit.
So, Ashley, honestly, yeah, still highly recommend reading all the songs, but Fishy Wins, currently my favorite. Um, What did you get from this? What did you, what stood out to you? So, I feel like I hear this one a lot, or I've heard it in different contexts, Um, and it's such a beautiful song, and I do highly recommend everyone reading the entirety of Psalm 51. But the things that kind of stuck out to me today were, we're kind of, so in this context when we're reading it, um, we wanted to kind of dive into new faith. So when I was reading it and I was like, dang, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. But the first thing I that kind of when I was reading it and, and I took it to prayer and I saw the title and I was like, new faith. Okay. So the thing that kind of struck at my heart first was we renew our faith and this faith at our confirmations. So when we're first baptized, our parents and our godparents make those baptismal promises for us. And they are asked to bring us up in our faith and everything. And then when we're old enough, um, and I think it varies depending on parish and where you are, um, like I was confirmed my junior year, but like up here in Eagle River, they're confirmed the fall of their senior year. So not by much, but you know what I mean? So it's either spring or fall. But so we take this spirit that the Lord has given us and we accept it as our own responsive, you know, accepting that responsibility for your faith in Christ Jesus. So instead of saying, yep, my parents are still, like in charge and they like, I hope they continue to help you grow in your faith. But at this point, we're making that adult decision and saying, no, nope, this faith is my own. I am going to take this and I'm going to carry it on to like my life and continue. And, and for some people, it's going to be continue that and give that to your children, um, your future children, your grandchildren. Some people are going to take it into different ministries some people are going to take it into uh, a religious vocation, whatever that might call might be. And when do we also renew this faith that we have in God? Is every Easter season. And I love it so much because that's one of my favorite parts of the Easter liturgy. Um, and it's so cool because then we are renewed with that, um, the sprinkling, right? So it's like renewing our baptismal vows and then we get um, the holy water sprinkled on us, which is super cool. Um, and sometimes we just get a little extra blessed. Sometimes <laughs> it might just happen. Um, yes. So that was the first thing that stuck out to me. Um, and the second one is I'm going to take it from, I had the opportunity and I was super blessed to have this opportunity to go as um, a leader for our high school discipleship retreat. Um, It's usually a weekend long retreat, but with COVID and everything going on, we just did an extended day. So it was a few weeks ago already, but in our booklet, um, the title of this particular page is Vulnerable Faith, Hope, and Love. And the quote that's on there, um, or on the page, I guess, is from Pope Francis's Apostolic Exhortation. the joy of the gospel. And in Latin, it's Evangelii Gaudium 
Gaudium, I believe. So I probably butchered it. I'm so sorry. I don't take Latin. Um, I do sing in Latin sometimes, and Jenny's laughing at me right now. But <laughs> you did great. You did great. Honestly, that's better than what I would have done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and it's this comes from section 264. So it says, We need to implore his grace daily asking him to open our cold hearts and shake up our lukewarm and superficial existence. And he goes on to say how much good it does us when he once more touches our lives and impels us to share his new life. And when I saw impel, I was like, wait, he like impaled us. I'm so confused. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, no, like, I don't think that's right. So I looked up the definition and impel means uh, to drive or force or urge someone to do something. So kind of almost like they they say like similar, you know, um, they say similar, like if you're looking for synonyms, um, they say to, it says one of them is to require, but like, I think it, it's... I don't know. I don't like the word force. Like, I feel like it's very, like, if I'm forced to do something, most likely I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel very disconnected from it. But when you're urged to do something, I don't know. I I really don't know where I was going with that thought. But it's fine. Um, But I really do love this quote from Pope Francis. Um when he says we need to ask him and continually ask him to open our cold hearts. And I like the use of lukewarm because I don't know. Um, I think lukewarm is such a good adjective to, to talk about our society because like, some people are like, oh, well, I can do this, but I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? And we're kind of very wish-washy. So um, we need to continue to ask. And in Psalm 51, we are asking God to create us uh, in us a clean heart and to continue to put the spirit in us. So um, I love this quote from Pope Francis. Um, i butchered it it's fine um but it's so good yeah I that's what I got out of it and yes Jenny what are your thoughts what stuck out to you yeah uh just kind of a few things going off of yours is like first uh when you said impel I was like Olaf in the scene of Frozen and he's like oh look I've been impaled like I was like yeah, feel you a lot. <laughs> like, um, but I think, in a way, yeah, when you said forces, just seems it's in a way a lot of times used in a like in a very aggressive way, and so for us, it, it we take it in a very negative connotation of like, oh, you're forcing me to do something, I don't want to do it. Uh, but it's so beautiful at the same time because I think. So lukewarm is very often how people use it is people who do the bare minimum. <laughs> like they go to church on Sunday, they receive the sacraments, they 
and they they do the rosary um and not in a, okay i should specify like i'm not talking down on anyone because dude there are times where i'm definitely born catholic where you just do the bare minimum because you're like i have to um but when following christ he's like no 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 <laughs> you can't be lukewarm like I'm calling you to a radical sense of, I'm giving, I'm calling you to a radical life, a radical love, uh, because he, he was radical. He wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to do the bare minimum miracles for you all to believe. I'm going to do the bare minimum of sacrificing myself for salvation. No, he was like, I'm going to full sun, bro. <laughs> like, I need to do this radical, like, I need to do something radical to show you just how much I love you. And it's so, and so we're called into that same type of life. Like, we're called into a radical love. We're called to be radical people on this earth. Like, our whole earth. And so we need to, our lives need to show that. And so we need to be radical. Um, but sometimes people go to an extent too far with radical and they become extremists, which is very different also. But uh, that's a conversation for another day. What stood out to me when I uh, was reading this, I was actually blessed, blessed. I was blessed. There we go. <laughs> enough to be in adoration uh, here on campus. And the I, it was so funny because I like read it and I looked up at the Eucharist and I was like, "Yep, you're right." Because <laughs> the Eucharist is not for the senses; it's only for faith. Like, if you try to like analyze the Eucharist and try to break it down materially but through your senses, you're gonna be disappointed because it's gonna be bread. The substance of it is bread, um, but the accidents of it is Christ. It's fully Christ. But you have to believe. All it takes, like, you need faith when encountering the Eucharist, whether that's in adoration or if that's at Mass consuming the Lord. And so uh, sitting there uh, reflecting on this, it brought me back to times where I needed more faith or I just was like done down and I was like, God, you need to renew my spirit right now. Cause I'm, I don't understand. And my advice to that, the advice that, you know, I ultimately got from Christ was Jenny, come to me face to face, <laughs> come to adoration face to face and repeat that repeat. I need a renewed faith. I need, I need you. I need a. I need the faith to be present to me, so I can see your divine presence in my daily life. And it's crazy. Uh, the more you do that, and the more you just come to face to face, how much your faith will grow through that. Ashley, you look intense. What's up? No, when you were saying that, <laughs> like you were, you're saying like. Lord, I need you. And it's so funny. Um, it's not really funny, but 
when I was looking through this booklet as well, we we did like praise and worship. And one of my favorite all-time Christian worship songs is Lord, I Need You by Matt Marr. He's one of my favorite artists. And I literally, every morning I wake up to that song. That's my alarm clock. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I do. Without you, I am nothing. Like literally nothing. So it's so, so beautiful that I can be reminded and even an alarm clock sound that like I need the Lord and then take that into my morning prayer. Pray when I am on my way to work. And when I have those opportunities to go to adoration and the sacraments, so beautiful to, to honestly ask the Lord, like if you are struggling, like, yeah, Lord, I need you help me to continue to give me that spirit to create in me this faith that you call me to have um yeah that's what I had to say I just love that song so much (laughs) yeah uh it's interesting because I think sometimes too we we confuse like having a having good faith or having a, a, a having yeah, having good faith with spiritual consolations, like, oh, we feel better, or <laughs> like, or like, oh, I just feel so in tune with God right now. And sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes you do have like a really strong faith, but you don't get any of those spiritual consolations. Um, the thing I can think of right off the top of my head was uh, Saint Mother Teresa. Uh, she went through the dark night of the soul, which is basically like they like she's following god's will but she gets no spiritual consolations for doing so like it's not because she get these spiritual she doesn't get these spiritual consolations because she doesn't have enough faith or that her faith is weak um she's a saint so just putting that out there no it's rather that she her so deep and she trusts the Lord and she has an abandonment to him where she doesn't need the spiritual constellation. She doesn't need this like feel goodness to know that her faith there, like that she does have she does believe and trust in the Lord. Um another one is Saint Teresa of Avila. I currently, for one of my classes, we're reading The Way of Perfection, and she wrote this book in mind of her sisters for her new order, so it's kind of, kind of like their, how to be a sister, (laughs) kind of way, but like, it's also, it's really focused on prayer, and it's, I highly recommend everyone reading it, um, it's so good, also, I would get the study edition, (laughs) Because if you don't, it can be a little confusing <laughs> that the study edition brings some stuff up. But there's one part uh, in particular that just really struck to me. And it said, look, daughters, his will must be done, whether we like this or not. And it will be done in heaven and on earth. So we need to make a virtue of necessity. So, like, she's like, hey. Whether you're doing his will or not, it's going to be done. Like, so rather than trying to like be like, oh, 
I'm not going to do God's will and that it won't be done. You should just abandon yourselves to his will and create a virtue of like, I need to do the Lord's will. I need to like abandon myself to him. And she says like, when you're doing that, you're going to get more of those spiritual constellations. But at the same time, your faith is just going to grow in a way where there's going to be a point where you don't need the spiritual constellations to know that you have this faith, that spirit inside of you that is just so in tune with the Lord and his will for you in your life. Uh, so I just, I love that quote and I love reading this book. It's been so good for me and my prayer life. Um, so yeah, it's great. That's so beautiful. So good. I am going to have to read that book for sure. Um, I have a couple on my list now. People have given me some recommendations. They've given me some books. So hopefully I can start reading those soon. Um, Yeah, that's going to be on my list of things to do just to have that quiet time. And it's going to be good. Yeah, dude, she she doesn't hold back when she's writing. Like this sentence, like she's so like assertive. Like, look, like, look, don't don't just glance. Look, like I feel like she's giving you that like mom look at that point where it's like what you would call the Ashley look, but like she's like, no, 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 you need to look. Like I am not holding back. <laughs> no, and then, so. Another reason I recommend the study edition is because uh, it comes, so they, like, when she first published this, her, like, the priest who was reading it had to take out some parts because he's, like, because at that time there was still, like, females can't do this or, like, you can't say this because that that's not with the church right now. But this edition has everything that she, like, that he like originally take took out and it's just like she's so feisty and it's so awesome <laughs> like i'm like yes this is what it means to be a mother superior to an order is like you're calm and gentle but you're also feisty yeah <laughs> it's so great i love it she's so great i love that that's so awesome okay Well, oh my goodness, that was such a good and like that was so like I love that conversation that um, I really love what you got out of this. Um, I'm going to have to put that book at the top of my list for sure. Um, And thanks for reminding me to continue to go to adoration and to just be like, yo, can we have adoration? Actually, I think I'm going to we have our youth rally this upcoming week so I get an opportunity but like to just ask for more opportunities for like the working person because I know they have them before daily mass but I can't go so Mm -hmm. thanks for that reminder that was some good stuff yeah yes anytime you have the opportunity just and sometimes like even if it's for like 10 to 15 minutes with the lord and presence changes so much. Um, I didn't really realize that until coming 
here at you Mary, because we have we have daily adoration hours, and so uh, a lot of times I would go, and sometimes I'd be in there for like ten minutes. Sometimes I'm in there for an hour, um, and I can't say that. Like every time I go, I'm like, Jesus, I just feel so spiritually in tune with you, because it's not true. Like there's times where I and I'm like, Jesus. Okay, I have to do all these things, and I am freaking out, and I don't feel like I can like really be here with you right now. But I know that I need to, so I'm just gonna sit here. And he's like, "It's okay. Like, I still love you. I still want to see you." And so a lot of times I think of it as like even like with your best friends, like if you take you take five ten minutes out of your day to like text them or Snapchat them, like. Even if it's kind of inconvenient for you, you're just like, I need to do this. Like, because like, I care for them. They care for me. Jesus is the same way. Like, you, you more than you could ever care for him. Like, and I think that's the vibe that was. Like, there's just, good. yes, go to adoration. I could talk about adoration for hours. It's kind of an obsession, but it's good. I love it so much. So good. It's so, so good. good. Oh my goodness. Well, if you've made it this far, this was probably one of our longer episodes. So props to you because we just like to talk, obviously, as you can tell. So random tangents about 50 cent yeah 50 cent um obviously you've got some baseball in there today you've got um olaf you've got all different things so props to you if you made it this far um this i think is going to be and correct me if i'm wrong jenny um one of it's going to be our last episode of like new content for this season and yes next episode will be our last episode of the season and we're gonna do like a highlight show so we'll obviously have some highlights of like what went well maybe what we could work on and just have some good conversation about some random topics be like catholics i don't know catholic stuff I don't, that's actually, that's a podcast, so we can't do that. Catholic stuff you should know. Good podcast, by the way. I listen to it. It's not, it's good. Um, but yeah, just some random potpourri of, I don't, life in the soup. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a bunch of random things where, honestly, you're going to just be like, does not surprise me. It's going to probably be how we started this episode. Let's be honest. <laughs> probably and we'll just continue to go down the rabbit hole of um tangents and randomness yeah we could talk about math actually let's not because i'm not gonna dude i am not no no can't do that is this in tangent a line or a line segment (laughs) i don't know good pun that was good yeah (laughs) just a continual line segment (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't good at geometry, so I don't know. No, I was, I'm an algebra brain, not a geometry brain. Yeah, and then when you start bringing in those, like, letters, and I'm just like, whoa, hold on there. Like, that's aggressive. Kindergarten math. Kindergarten math. Right. Like, you know? So, um, yes, we're so excited. Um, thanks for sticking with us this season. 
and um, keep Jenny in her uh, your prayers, and I'll keep her in mine as she enters finals. And to all our college listeners, hope that um, we'll pray for you that finals go well. And if you're graduating, congratulations to the class of 2021. Um, right, 2021, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Ooh. Okay. laughs> um. Yeah. So. That, that's all I got. Jenny, you got any other last minute inspiration? Um, no. <laughs> I was going to say something funny, but like I can't think of any. Like bananas are one chromosome away from being a human. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> that's your one minute inspiration by Jenny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to add that to our next year's, uh, next season's One Minute Inspirations by Jenny Hill. Okay, thanks for the insight. Um, My favorite part of the episode now is the ending. I don't know why, but it just is. So, sing with the angels. Rise with the saints. Party with the Pope. Get stoned with the martyrs. Woo!